Ready Check Radio. Stand by as we get ready to serve up all your news this week in the world of gaming. Welcome to Gaming Gumbo. Why, hello, 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 Internet. Welcome once again. It's Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern. That means here at twitch.tv slash readycheckradio. We're doing Gaming Gumbo Live, your weekly gaming wrap-up show. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on iTunes, Spotify, or any of the other distribution platforms, welcome. Thank you so much. We love having you. While you're there, give us a like, a subscribe, a review, and turn on the notifications, all that fun stuff. If you like what we do here, it's a great way to support us. Fast, easy, and cheap. And make sure you tell a friend. Bring them here live, because we always bring chats, thoughts to the show as well. I'm your host, as always, Mike Byrne, but joining me... Mr. Dom Greco, what's up, sir? How's it going? How are you today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lou, uh, my younger brother, brought over his uh, Steam Deck, so he Ooh. could he got his finally. So we hooked yeah, him up I with just, some uh, emulation stuff. I just got through uh, packing. I'm gonna TwitchCon next week. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. That's yeah. gonna be fun. Yeah, should be good. Should be good. If uh, if anybody's going, hit me up on Twitter. We could try to meet up. Sounds good. Also on the line, resident artist of Ready Check Radio, Yod. What's up, sir? Uh, I'm getting my allergies going right now. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> I see that from last week's conversation yes. with, with Dom. You also have the uh, the uh, the allergies to the cats, huh? Yes. Yes. You guys They're are maniacs. Tonight. You guys this, are this maniacs. Guy, this fluffy, fluffy guy here. Absolute maniacs. Absolute dagger. Maniacs. Uh, we're going to start off with some stuff that just makes me kind of (laughs) go. Yep. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's talk about, what are we we talking about? Let's talk about Stadia first. Why not? I thought it was Ubisoft. Yeah. We'll get to Ubisoft. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's a lot of laughing this week. Yeah. Literally when I did the always online show notes for yesterday's show, it was just kind of like, there was a category that was just like, ha 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 news. And these were two topics there. Obviously we'll go a lot more in depth on, on today's show with them. Uh, Google Stadia, remember their online cloud streaming gaming software, well, yeah. thing, you know, where you could buy the controller yeah, the, and the, the Chromecast and then all that stuff. They said, the system they said was definitely not going away. Yeah, yeah. As recently as <laughs> last year and then again this year in July, uh, they, you know, tweet replied to people saying, hey, we are not shutting down. In fact, to refresh your memory fully, the reply on July 29th, just a mere two months ago, said Stadia is not shutting down. Rest assured, we're always working on bringing more great games to the platform and Stadia Pro. Right. Let us know if you have any other questions. What was Stadia Pro? That was the subscription membership. Okay, okay. So there was yeah. a subscription membership and a non-subscription. I, I did not right. know that. So it would kind of be like Xbox Game Pass if you had the option of subbing to play the games that are on the pass, or I can be a pass member without paying and just buy games individually. Gotcha. So gotcha. that that's the kind of the way it, it worked on on Google Stadia. Uh and I own Google Stadia. I did not buy it. Did not buy it. <laughs> Did not buy it. It literally was. When you got it for free. <laughs> I did. I did. A friend of ours, Yod Q, uh, and, and yours, Dom Q, um, mm-hmm. Q used Stadia for Cyberpunk because at the time her computer would not have been able to run it. So she was like, I'll just play it through Stadia. Why not? And she yep. had gotten the equipment for free through some trial sign-up offer type thing. So right. a friend of hers overseas... Uh, had some type of redemption code to get the controller and Chromecast for free. It was it's like their their ultra Chromecast because you need the faster newer one to to do this. And uh, and he had a redemption code to get it for free. And that pack was like normally a hundred bucks, but you could only use it if you were in the United States. So he said to her like, "Do you have somebody that you know would want this?" And she was like, "Look, I know that even if you don't buy it or use it, you'd like to mess around with the different tech things. Do you want this?" And I was like, "Hell yeah." 
if for no other reason than I'll walk out with a state-of-the-art Chromecast. Like, why right, not? Right, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'll have the newest Chromecast for free. And I didn't expect it to work, but the code got transferred to me, and it worked perfectly. Uh, about a week and a half later, the shit arrived in the mail. And when I say shit, I mean it. The controller was garbage. <laughs> the controller is absolutely the most... It wants to be an Xbox controller, but it won't it won't do the treadmill work to shed some of the weight. Like it just it just won't. It's a little bulky. What is it? An original Xbox controller? No. <laughs> I was gonna say right. the original one. Yeah. Yeah. That beefy beast. Yeah, that beefy beast. And I, so we messed around with the family and I on a couple of like the free games just to see how well it worked. And it was like okay, but it wasn't anything to write home about. And then nobody ever touched the damn thing again. Uh, so I was not surprised that it was shutting down. I think, in fact, it was on this show, or maybe it was on Always Online, when we talked about the tweet saying it wasn't going to shut down. I said, yep. as far as the person who runs the Twitter account knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, because we talked about it on this show. I remember that. Yeah, and Google just has that, re that, that record, mm -hmm. right? That MO. I mean, mm -hmm. there's sites dedicated to every project that they've just flat out abandoned. So I don't and, and think... We both Go ahead. We, we both said we both bet on it that you know they're get, probably going to shut down because they clearly stated we will not be shutting down <laughs> and i mean the thing was it was like it's not even hard to read the writing on the wall you close down the development studio portion for your own internal software so you were now 100 percent dom tied to third parties like 100 percent to get software on there and Which before they closed that studio down, they also said we definitely are not closing the studio down. Not <laughs> closing the studio down. I don't think anybody was surprised, Dom, but apparently developers were. I don't think they understand what the word "definitely" means. Yeah. <laughs> you keep using this word. I do not think you understand. What right. Don't I almost I mean. bought a Stadia back back when it was announced. Just. I didn't think it was going to be successful, but I almost bought one just to like try it out and stuff. I'm, I can't say that I'm glad that I did or didn't because uh, apparently they're giving full refunds back. Yeah. So it, it really wouldn't have mattered very much. Uh, I probably would have ended up getting the subscription service though. So you would have been asked out on that side. Yeah. You get yeah. nothing back yeah. if, if you they're, bought the games outright. They're, they're refunding them. Though. Yeah. They're refunding anything you spent on the hardware, which was, like I said, usually it was on promotion for like a hundred bucks for the combination controller and and Chromecast. Uh, right. Any games you bought, you'll get... Like, there's no qualifier, by the way. Like, if you spent money, you're getting it back. Uh, yeah. And you will get it automatically back. They're estimating right now, they're going to wind it down at the end of January, uh, and they're estimating the refunds to be about that same time, too. Uh, the only thing they're not refunding, yes, is if you had the Pro subscription you were paying for a service each month. You did get that service each month. They are not refunding that subscription right. fee. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anybody's really going to fault them there. Yeah. Um, here's the problem. While it probably <laughs> wasn't surprising to any of us, Yod, or surprising to devs that were maybe working on it, what was surprising was the news because devs yeah. didn't know. Devs yeah. didn't know. Kind of sucks when you find out via a tweet when everybody else finds out when you're working with a company directly, you know, and you're you know uh, developing games for said company. And w w what was it? Did we see one that was like two days or two weeks out from release? Yeah. So we we got out? yeah we've got a couple of them. So um, Mike Rose uh, took to Twitter. And uh, it's the publisher of Descenders and Yes, Your Grace and, and some other titles as well. Uh, they had a game scheduled to come out in November. Yes. Uh, and he says in, on Twitter, oh, my God, and links the Verge article from it shutting down. We have a game coming to Stadia in November. Who wants to guess that Google will refuse to pay us the money they owe us for it? Yeah. Especially if they're refunding all this equipment and other fees that, you right. know. Um, then you have other developers that, yes, they had not only games coming out in two days, two days. from the announcement, two days Jeez. from the announcement, but you also had developers that just last week signed contracts with Google to bring their games to. 
you, you would think they'd stop <sighs> signing those contracts. You know? <laughs> if there is even talk that like maybe we're gonna cancel, that that should be a red flag. Don't sign anything until we're sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Tom Vienna on like, Twitter says Tangle Tower was due to launch on Stadia in two days' time. And this article was the first I heard about it shutting down. Now, luckily, Tom and team are in a situation where Stadia isn't the only distribution platform for Tangle Tower. It's on like everything else. So they'll probably right. be okay. Uh, maybe, right? That that could have been income that they were banking on for something. But this isn't going to be like, hey, everything's now null and void. But, yeah, there are other developers looking, that may be in a rougher spot. I was looking and uh, Mike Rose from No More Robots also stated that hours later, still no email from Stadia. No clar- clarity on what's happening with our games, deals, anything. Really would have been nice if they told partners or even got in contact with us by now. I think, that's, honestly, it's just another situation. Like when they closed down the game studio, Yod, remember the the, the people that were working right. and developing games? They had no clue right. until exactly. it happened. Yeah. I, I think like I said, everybody, we reported on that one, yeah, too. Everybody was yeah. in the same boat. Mm-hmm. You know, they just shut it down. Now, luckily, it seems like the employees, at least internally to Google, are being reallocated to other projects. There doesn't seem to be any layoffs, at least yet, tied to this. Maybe there will be in the future. Uh, so that's, you know, silver lining, I guess. But to be signing contracts as recently as last week, how absurd. Right, totally. Especially when you know you're going to announce this. I mean, come on now. Come on now, people. Even your favorite game, Yod, might be impacted yes, by this. Yes, yes. Destiny I mean, 2 impacted I mean, by this. The game itself... No, not really. But the community, I'm sure there are people that play yeah. it on Stadia. Because a game a game like Destiny, where a lot of it is server-side... And it's such a per- big freaking file. Right. And it's perfect for a system like this, where you're playing it on the cloud, because so much of it is processed on server-side, that you can do a lightweight s- setup like this. And it kind of sucks, though, because apparently there was... what What is this? The guy that... uh. He does... Uh, yeah, Lucky Lie. Luck Struck 9. Yeah. The Checkpoint yeah, guy. Checkpoint. So Checkpoints on Raids he's, and He's stuff been like that? using 11 Stadia accounts to share Checkpoints <laughs> with fellow Raiders just to skip a bunch of like stupid stuff uh, cool. when you're loot grinding. It's, it's yeah. badass. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but this okay. isn't going to work anymore. And they're is looking for other methods but doesn't mm-hmm. know exactly where they're going to go. GeForce Now maybe could do it, but there's problems with GeForce now having timeouts for uh, yeah. idle timeouts that you can't you can't overwrite. Right, but. right. You're you're sitting there for like six hours or so, and you get kicked off, which sucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the only People... other option is like investing in high price equipment, like the beast behind me or a PS4 or something. Yeah. Oh, and Takao's absolutely right, right? People doing the signing probably aren't the ones doing the shutting down. Of course. Yeah, they absolutely wouldn't be. But if you are a higher up involved in those decisions, there are ways that you say, hey, don't sign on any more people right now. Right. We're doing X, Y, and Z. I've been a part of those decisions at a higher level, particularly when it comes to things like laying people off or hiring freezes that your, your line level employees don't know about. But you say, okay, look, we're not going to be bringing anybody on right now. We're doing a little process yeah. management or wh- whatever you, you say wh- uh, for the... Yeah, whatever the cover story is. Right. You just tell <laughs> right. the cover whatever story. The cover story. Hey, we're, we're reorganizing a little bit. Don't don't sign any new games on right now. Yeah. We're, we're reorganizing things. You know, Just chill for a little bit. Right. The cover and... story. It's a weather balloon. <laughs> it's, a weather... <laughs> oh, it's a weather balloon. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a weather balloon. I'm saying always. it's aliens, but it's yeah, aliens. Yeah. It's always a weather balloon. <laughs> well, looking at their, their uh, Twitter, uh, like their reply feed, too is a mess like they god they're, they're responding to everybody and they're just going yeah we're just going to continue this conversation in dms like they don't want anything <laughs> aired like it's just straight down just look at their replies uh, yeah well, of course when you do that it admits the end is not yeah it absolutely right. does yeah. but it doesn't admit yeah. it publicly and everybody right. knew the end was nigh anyway <laughs> like yeah yeah everybody nobody should be surprised that stadia was not doing well Especially Nobody. when they shut down their game studio. Yeah, yeah. Once that and, was gone, you you probably should have been able to go. Maybe yeah. I should take that internal transfer. 
Like, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> or start looking for a new gig somewhere else. Well, what other developing our game? What other right. projects right. do we have here at Google to work on for the next two years before well, I internally transfer again because we canceled this? Definitely will not cancel that project. <laughs> I feel though, if they sign these contracts that they owe them something, it's got to be in the contract. So yeah, yeah, it has to be. It has be. to be. Yeah, so, I'm not arguing so that. I'm not it, arguing like that if you say, week. "Hey, don't pull, don't sign contracts right now," that it doesn't eventually lead to speculation about you shutting down. But when you're right. talking about, there's no way around that. Yeah. But so you're going to try to convince me that the alternative is to say nothing and leave your no. external partners in the dark. Uh, no, and, I'm and, just saying the no, people that recently signed silly. contracts, though, are probably still going to get money for doing no work. <laughs> they, well, they better, actually. The, yeah. Sorry, yeah, the contracts yeah. are yeah. signed. You brought them on. Exactly. Yeah, once you sign the contract, or else you take them to court, and then you get even more yeah. money. Although it is Google, so there's probably some stupid stipulation about, you know, if we're no longer going to carry the service, the contract null and void, and you're like, hey, are you going to shut it down? And they're like, no. And they're like, okay, fine, sign. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's some kind of act of God clause or something in there. Yeah. Where if things weather, balloon exist, weather balloon weather, clause. Yes, <laughs> the weather balloon clause. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, farewell, sweet prince. Uh, good night, sweet prince. You are, you will not really be missed. Like you, I don't think you will. I don't, I, I don't think many options. game companies were bank yeah, I don't think many companies were banking on Stadia. I would hope not. Yeah. I would hope not. I mean you got I, I you got Nvidia like GeForce now, you've got Xbox Cloud. I mean, those are just doing infinitely better. And I, I honestly, as much as as interested as I am in cloud based gaming, it is just not there tech wise yeah, on a wide scale say. distribution like i can do it well at my house mm -hmm. yeah that's what i was gonna say I, th I think it's just it's ahead of its time but two it, blocks yeah. down the road that may not be the case right like yeah. it's just so right. the infrastructure yeah it's all about infrastructure oh hey <laughs> <laughs> skull and so, bones is delayed uh, something else that's not not its time yet <laughs> The skull and bones is in del is uh is delayed again for the fifth time. Who had March in the pool? Yeah, right. <laughs> and don't don't chalk that up to being a sure thing yet either. <laughs> March. Wait, what, do we want to bet now? Do we want to bet now? Is it going to get delayed again? Oh, I I'm going to say no because I honestly think the only reason for this delay is to get away from God of War Ragnarok. Uh, you think so? Yeah, this was supposed. I think they're like resigned to this game is going to do as well as it's going to do, and there's nothing we can do at this point to change that that we're going to be able to do, um, because like you know the alternative would be to pull it back in and cook it for another year or so, and that's just not an option. So I think Ubisoft at this point they have to be resigned to it's going to do what it's going to do, but we don't need to put it up and have it launch the day before God of War Ragnarok and just have it get creamed like that that's something we can avoid so yeah, i'm gonna go fair. on a limb and i'll put my bet out saying it does come out march 2023 okay. do, do either of you two remember when the uh the time limit is up for them to put it out it was supposed to be this year so i would imagine for this type of delay that there's some type of negotiation and they probably were like look do you really want to force us to launch this unknown IP that has the history that it does that's going to be our first $70 Ubisoft price point title the day before God of War Ragnarok launches and somebody somewhere was like, all right, fine, good point. But you have to do it this fiscal year. And they said, okay, how about March? That's probably what the, the, the chat yeah. was. Because this still makes their fiscal year. That is fair, but I, I, think, I actually think they're going to push again. You do? Why? Yes. Because why why March? Why push it all the way to March? It's still in the fiscal year, but it's at the, I it's at that, the but, very end of it. But, yeah, but, but if, why that far back? Yeah, why that far back? If you want to still catch a good wind with you know releasing a game, why not do it in December when God of War marches in no, launches in November? I th I think it's funny that you just said they want to catch a good wind with a pirate <laughs> sailing game. I I appreciate that. I appreciate what you did there. But why not December? Why not still catch the holidays? March Ugh. is such a weird time to be launching. What else is coming out near March, though? I, I'm, I'm not sure yet, because it's, it's 2023, you know? 
other things can be pushed back to March. This is, this is things just dead on arrival anyway, I, I, isn't it? Yeah, like... I, I, think, I think it is dead on arrival, but you you get a few more you know parents that don't understand what game which games are good and stuff buying up stuff in December. So for the holidays, their Twitter What's... announcement, by the way, uses the old age old excuse. Uh, today we'd like to give you an update regarding our release date. Although Skull and Bones development is finished at this stage. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, right. Sure it is. <laughs> sure it is. Well, maybe it's as finished as it's going to be, right? Uh, the invaluable feedback we received during our various technical tests and insider program convinced us we could use a bit of extra time to polish and balance the experience even further uh, and ensure that you all get the best experience we can offer. Isn't that what they said about uh, Cyberpunk? That's what every game says. <laughs> every so I just looked up uh, March's release schedule for 2023. Yep. Right now, all that's listed is Star Wars Jedi Survivor that has no date right now, just sometime in March. Uh, uh, Honkai Star Rail. Yeah. Uh, PC, iOS, Android. Uh, the day before on PC, the Resident Evil 4 remake, which would be March 24th. All right. This will uh, be out 28th. a couple of weeks ahead of that. March 28th, Simon the Sorcerer Origins, and March 31st, Chef Life, a, res a restaurant simulator. So a relatively so, tame window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and I know if you, if you look at, like, November through February, just looking at Square Enix, right? I mean, they are pounding that, that launch window with titles. And then they're going to take a little, a couple of months off and then drop Final Fantasy 16. Uh, and that's just Square Enix. So yeah, maybe March is the time for it then. It, it, yeah, because yeah, you have no if January, you have no other options, maybe you'll try our sailing game. <laughs> right. <laughs> January has the Dead Space remake. Yeah. Right? And oh. then December uh, has uh, Callisto Protocol, and February has Hogwarts Legacy. So that's yeah. going to be they're big. Probably. Yeah. They're probably trying to avoid all those, but at the same time, Resident Evil Four remake is in March, so it's the end of March. But it, it would it would be amusing if that wipes the floor with it <laughs> i i'm honestly worried about this because i know some people are like looking forward to this type of title oh. uh, i was one of them when sea of thieves came out right I yeah mean, i was too uh the and, concept is yeah, good yeah but <laughs> sea of thieves like failed me at launch and i know it's a lot better now and if you like the game great fantastic i'm glad but people there are a lot of people like me that it was just so bad so disappointing at launch and I've had so many other things to go to that I just never went back. No, okay. even knowing that like there's a lot yeah. of good stuff going on in there, I never went back. Cyber Let's suspend all disbelief for a second, though. What if this game is good? I'll be I'll be stunned. Like I will be yeah. floored. Completely, yeah, completely flabbergasted. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even have words for it. I wouldn't even have words for it. Yeah, Havoc brings up No Man's Sky. That's another one that I know is very very good now, but I just. There's too many yeah. other things to play. I've never gone back. It is. Yeah. It, there, there's too many other things out there. and I, mean, I still haven't replayed Cyberpunk yet. And that falls in this same yeah. bucket, too, right? Where six, eight, ten months later, mm -hmm. there's good things happening. And Edge Runner's doing wonders for oh, yeah. getting people oh, yeah. to return to Cyberpunk. They don't care, though. They got your money. I, yeah, I, they I do. Know you, they do. And I know you love that Battlefield meme I put up. <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> We're about to get a Battlefield anime. I think I mentioned that on yesterday's show, actually. <laughs> Um, I, I am worried for this one, though, because you had CD Projekt Red with Cyberpunk and you had No Man's Sky and you had Sea of Thieves, you know, Rare, backed by uh, um, Microsoft. And uh, they had the time and willingness to fix those situations. I could very much see this coming out and going... If this doesn't sell well, we're done. Like, we don't want anything to do with this title anymore. We have fulfilled our contractual obligations. We're out of here. And they'll use the fact that it didn't sell well as the excuse to not give it the improvements that the people that did buy it really, really would want. Like, I could see uh, Ubisoft just, like, walking away from this one, Dom. Yeah. No, absolutely. What What is the longest... I'm trying to look this up right now. What is the longest game delay... Uh, in history, I know it was Duke Nukem Forever for a long time. It was it held the record, yeah. but I believe it was just recently beat by something yeah, else. It was. <laughs> it was recently beaten by a Ubisoft title. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Duke Nukem and uh, credit to Brendan Sinclair uh, on Twitter. Duke Nukem Forever went 5,156 days from its announcement in 1997 to release in 2011. It's now been 5,234 days since Ubisoft first announced Beyond Good and Evil or Beyond Good and Evil's trailer to the trailer was released. Mm-hmm. And we still have no update on that game. <laughs> Like none <laughs> besides it's not dead. It's not dead. It's not dead. But the like the lead creator left. Like he left a while ago. Like where <laughs> yeah. where does Metroid Prime fit on this? Ooh, the fourth I don't, one. I don't know. They didn't actually announce that. So that was what? Announced in twenty seventeen, but then they had to do yeah. like a whole reboot. I right. still have that game reserved through Best Buy through the gamers reward program that was canceled. <laughs> It, my reward, it, my 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 pre-order is still for the forty-seven ninety-nine price. I'm not canceling it. Yeah, it's not and, happening. And I don't know yeah, what I don't know if you count Prime 4's entire time because they did publicly say like it re- it was announced in 2017, and then in 2019 they did publicly say say like we're starting over. Yeah, yeah. Like, like so. Do you count it from the beginning in 2017? Oh, no, absolutely. They still have a while to go either way. <laughs> but that's, that's no that's no different than than pushing the game back. You know, like even but, if you're starting over, it's the same game. They they have still they, have a while have, to go either way. Have they even showed anything though? They haven't shown anything. They like, showed the logo. That's all. <laughs> the logo. That's all. But I mean, Beyond Good and Evil Two had a trailer. <laughs> they Come on, showed the logo. Different. <laughs> yeah, that's now the most longest delayed game ever. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> what else is going on in gaming, gents? Oh. <sighs> Got Yada. a country trying to yeah. take over gaming. Yo, Yad, we've talked about this before. You we know, have. some people being uh, a little leery of Saudi Arabia's investments into gaming lately. Well, those are about to get a lot bigger. The yeah. Savvy Games Group, which is owned by the the Sovereign Wealth Fund, um, they are about to put eighteen point six billion into minority stakes in several key companies gaming companies and 13.3 billion to acquire quote a leading game publisher to become a strategic development partner so they're about to get a lot more hands on in the gaming industry now 13.3 billion and they're looking for a publisher they're not looking for a dev they yeah. want to, they're they're going to pick okay. up a strategic okay. publishing company so think like your EA your take twos, those types. Of, obviously, those two companies, thirteen point three billion, ain't gonna do it. Yeah, that's, that's uh, not even close. <laughs> but that's the type of company you're looking at. Any guesses here? For thirteen, thirteen point three. Yeah. Yeah, because the 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 publisher market is different than the developer market. Mm-hmm. In that, a lot of the publishers are larger companies. Because they they don't actually have to do much of anything. They they don't have to make the game, so their their net worth is higher than the development companies, which actually do all the work. But you know, they work on one game at a time. Where the publishers just publish, you know, like you said, EA, which they publish everything. Right. So I don't know what thirteen point three would even touch in a yeah. publisher. I don't know either. I honestly don't know. Arena like that's Net, a way no, Arena, ball a, number. it wouldn't be Arena Net. Arena Net's the development house, and that's owned by right. NCSoft. Thirteen point three billion ain't gonna do it for NCSoft. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, Arena, I'll, Arena I'll, Net I'll isn't a publisher; they're a developer. Again, you're uh, Naughty Dog. That's a developer, though. You know, they're yeah. looking at picking up a publisher. So think those those other companies like EA, like Take Two, yeah. stuff like that. The the the, the company is that that. Their names on everything, but they don't actually make <laughs> right, anything. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some of those companies, you know, may do a publishing deal for a title or two, but they're not usually in the conversation of big game publishers. Uh, like right. Square Enix certainly publishes <laughs> titles, but you yeah. wouldn't really call Square Enix a publisher. No, because they also develop their own stuff as well. Right. And I mean, this this still this still Saudi Arabia, right? I mean, the U.S. <laughs> intelligence. They're, they're still labeling them, hey, murderers for, for uh, Jamal Khashoggi, right? The journalist. Yep. 
I, I like this, and this is according to Video Game uh, Video Games Chronicle. The head of Saudi Arabia's gaming investment arm has dismissed those types of concerns, saying that those are older impressions of the company. Uh huh. So what? All those people are that that did that stuff are also killed. <laughs> we you do know that the whole Khashoggi thing was 2018, right? Like this is <laughs> this isn't like you know, hey, you know, <laughs> the United States in the 70s, a lot of stuff happened at the work culture that was you know fine back then, but that's totally different now. 50 years and this is four years ago. Four years ago. I don't know. Right. So, welcome back, chat. Sorry about that. All of a sudden, I'm sitting here talking to myself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're back on. Um, okay. So, I don't see us actually back on on Twitch yet. You're, fu you're fine. You're fine. We'll, <laughs> we'll be there in a second. Okay. Uh, I was going to go to the next uh, topic, and then it kind of made me think, like, would you count Konami as a publishing company now? These days? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. No, it wasn't Twitch but, this time, Ninja. It was my internet. The uh, We were getting nasty weather outside due to yeah, the, we, the we hurricane Ian. down south. Yeah, we are getting the residuals. I was a little worried, but I thought, okay, well, we'll try it anyway. And sure enough, my internet decided to restart. Uh, because uh, I, like I would, is, would you can would you count Konami as a developer these days? I wouldn't. No. Like no, even their last Castlevanias were Mercury Steam. Right, but they're they're also not really publishing that much either, since you know True. they're 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 doing mostly what pachinko machines. Well, here <laughs> let's get let's get a little happy again. What uh, do we got? What do we got? Yeah, Silent Hill game just got raided in Korea. So I I swear one of these <laughs> days I'm gonna do one of those. An image with the murder board with, with Val on there, you know, <laughs> with all the strings all over the place, just for Silent Hill. We have no clue what it is, but a game called Silent Hill The Short Message was recently raided by South Korea's Game Rating and Administration Committee. We don't know, like, if it's just some mobile thing, if it's a little demo of something playing off the name Short Message, maybe like a, a PT type thing like they did back on the PlayStation 3. Like, we don't know. But there is something bearing the Silent Hill name that just got raided in Korea. Dare I get my hopes up this time, uh, Dom? No. Don't do it. I've, I've given up hope. It doesn't exist. Silent Hill... It, it it it's an alternate universe. Like we don't we're it's it's the the uh what's it called the Mandela effect. It never existed to begin with. <laughs> it was, it was, <laughs> there's no such thing as Silent Hill games. No, nope. we all just remember them. Yeah, <laughs> we all just remember. I'm them. over it. Like I I'm I want a Silent Hill game more than anybody on this planet, and it's never gonna happen. I've just accepted that. Yeah, until it's physically in my hands. No, even then. <laughs> even then, even you're not then. gonna believe it. No. Even I'm then, gonna, okay. I'm gonna play through it. It's gonna get to the end, and then it's gonna reveal that it was actually like a, a cyberpunk <laughs> prequel or something, and I'm gonna be very upset. Uh, Most people want a full version of PT. Yeah, that is that's what we wanted. We yeah, wanted Kojima's yeah. Silent Hill remake, Silent I, Hills. I've still got PT on this machine behind yeah. me. Yeah, like that's uh, what we want. Do you do you remember the the original not like not the PT but like the trailers that they had for PT afterwards like when they revealed it was Silent Hill and they showed yeah. the uh, walking around in the school yep. and the, like the ball going around it turns into somebody's head like that mm. was even crazier than the yeah. PT demo. Oh, yeah. Everybody still talks about the PT demo like it was right. insane and revolutionary and it definitely was to a degree but like the trailer for what it was supposed to be was even more insane, and that—that's where I'm really disappointed mm -hmm. from. Oh, I, mean, I think one of the things, if I if I remember correctly, like I said, like you said, it might be the Mandela effect. But <laughs> <laughs> when you play the PT uh, demo, you actually had to talk into the microphone. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You actually had to say things to things, which was strange and and new because you know pre in previous game systems it didn't. You didn't need a microphone. You didn't. You couldn't do interact like that, which is 
and that made it all the more creepy, especially since it was first person. Because <laughs> that that gets extra creepy points when it's first person and as opposed to third person. But actually talking to whatever the heck it is in that house was revolutionary at the time. I think that's what, what people remember. And that's kind of what they want in the next level. But, yeah. What was the first game? Oh, totally off topic. But what was the first game either <laughs> one of you had to use voice in? Not not on headsets, talking to somebody else on Xbox Live, but where your voice actually had to be used in the game. I think PT was the first one for me. It very well may have been for me as well. I like. I feel My, like there was, was another so one, but calm. I can't think of it. Mine was so calm on the PS2. Huh. Yeah, where you actually I mean, had to use your voice commands. I mean, I, I remember in um, I think it was Mass Effect Two, you could use voice command to to tell your your two people to move around and stuff like that. It wasn't very intuitive, so it wasn't really worth it. But it wasn't required either. Yeah, I, I remember SOCOM, the first SOCOM coming out. That was a pretty big deal with the headset. And it could play online and you use the headset to communicate with other players. But when you were playing offline, you gave commands to your squad. Like, you know, Zulu, go left and hold this spot and stuff like that. You didn't have to, it's but almost, I definitely did. It was awesome. It's almost very reminiscent of, like, the early MS-DOS games, like Kingdom Hearts. Oh, not Kingdom Hearts. Uh, what was it? <laughs> King's Quest. King's Quest. Um, Zork, baby. Yeah, Zork, uh... you had to type all your commands in. Yeah, yeah. go east. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go yeah. east, go east, turn right. Then you figured Pick out you were just forward. like, oh, I just I can just type E. Forget this, well, King, E, E, E. King's Quest was the first that had actual graphics to go along with those commands, right? Uh, I don't remember which was the first to use any type of graphic off the top of my head. I, I, there was yeah. a documentary that that was in, though, that I just yeah, watched was, not too uh, long ago. It was uh, High Score. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right, it was. Yeah, you're right, it was. Yep. Well, let's stop looking at the past, gents, and start looking at the future. <laughs> Here's some games upcoming. Want to know what you think about them, what we're all we're all peeking at. First up, let's look at Wild Hearts. This is one that kind of snuck up on me. Uh, but if you Dang. like Monster Hunter games, this might be one to keep an eye on. This is coming from uh, EA, speaking of the devil, and Dynasty <laughs> Warriors creators Omega Force. Uh, and this is kind of going to be a Monster Hunter game in feudal Japan with, you know, the, the whole beast slaying thing. And you can do it solo. You can do it in co-op, things like that. So you're also going to be making, like, giant mines that explode to when monsters get near and harpoons. So it's going to be a little more than just running in and beating something up. This is coming out on February 17th for the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series S and X, and the PlayStation, or uh, I'm sorry, and PC via all basically like you you'll have it on origin epic games steam all of that we're gonna get more of a debut of this one later this week on the fifth but the trailer we have right now so far the reveal trailer man if you like monster hunter i don't see how you don't at least give this one a shot it is very pretty it is pretty i just recently played uh monster hunter worlds uh through iceborne and and whatnot uh i enjoyed it but i i still felt like a lot of the the monsters in there were uh kind of repetitive it was like variants of the oh, same yeah. monsters so oh yeah hopefully this one uh there's like is... one of the traps that just got popped a giant hammer that <laughs> yeah. just blasted uh, that thing in the face but you know hopefully since this is on next gen consoles and not like developed on something like a nintendo switch uh they they can do a little bit more with it in terms of uh, graphics and and uh, variety, adding more to it. I mean, so worlds worlds I played on PS4. Yeah. The 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 problem I it had was yeah, it looked good. But the problem I had was you you had to kind of like separate from your group every time you went back to base. Mm, yeah. Which was kind of annoying, and then you had to regroup back up when you went out into world. Yeah, and coming uh, off of playing Destiny and jumping into that, it it kind of broke a lot of the um, the groups I was in. Yeah, where you had to do that. There there was a hub world that you could go to where you could group up there, but you couldn't like walk through the rest of the world. Right, which is, was kind of. But you, uh, you, yeah, you kind of had to go through the rest of the world to get quests and the, stuff. I haven't played the newest Monster Hunter. The group I was playing with, they they weren't a fan of it because uh, the PC version just looked like it was a a Switch version. 
so they oh. just didn't want any interest in it because uh, they're like this is very obvious switch graphics we're just doesn't look right. into us so oh. i was like all right so i i, I haven't played the, the newest monster hunter but this i might be able to talk them into playing yeah, I think Looks Monster good. Hunter. I think the only base. reason you don't look at this one is if you're just totally not into the feudal Japan look, right? Oh, I mean, that's that is very feudal Japan. That is I so feudal it. Japan. Oh, I, 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 I thought, love it too. But I, like I, I said, I think the... the only time you don't take a look at this game, and I'm going to fix Sista <laughs> yeah. here a little bit, uh, is if you don't like that aesthetic. You're still there. You're still there. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah no, it, I was it, just it, fixing this. You're centering you a little yeah. more. Because you shifted okay. on this. Okay, on this hold on. Let me go over no. here. No, don't go over there. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Wait, did I fix it? Uh, so yeah, look for that yeah. February. And then amidst all the delays, publisher the delays. Kepler Interactive and Ebb Software, the developer, are mm -hmm. actually moving up. That never happens. Never. <laughs> They're moving up the launch of Scorn. It was supposed to release... Later this month, October 21st. Now it's going to be October 14th, moving it up a whole week. Nobody knows why. I mean, their Twitter just says you've waited long enough. Uh, <laughs> so perhaps we're just going to get it into your hands faster. Like, I don't know. I don't know. So, but so they, it they is October. It is my polish. favorite month. It is my favorite holidays coming up. Scorn is a horror uh, adventure, a survival adventure. Mm -hmm. I'm all for it. Man, does this look creepy. It's like everything looks like it it's ripped right from a Geiger painting, right? Like just, yeah. it's got that aliens aesthetic to it. And it looks fantastic. Looks fantastic. It's slimy and wet. And... <laughs> Yod 2022. <laughs> it's slimy and wet. <laughs> and goopy. Don't forget the goopy. And goopy. <laughs> and goopy. I mean, some of these so things goopy. just look incredible. I mean, this has Geiger all over it, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, somebody was I, heavily I, inspired. I think they want to push it up to you know take advantage of horror games being played, yeah, stuff mm -hmm. like that, and yeah. it makes sense. And maybe not to compete with some other stuff like you know Ghostbusters and whatnot. I don't think is really like a top competitor of theirs, but it's just like they want to avoid like the hype train of of a bunch of games coming out later in the month. This is going going this deep into this type of art style or this aesthetic, though, certainly mm -hmm. limits your audience, though. Oh, for sure. Right. The, like, and I'm not talking of just the general limiting that like, hey, the game's very gory and somebody's not into a lot of gore. Obviously, that is going on here. We're going to talk about another game, too, where that's going to be a factor. But like the, you may look at this and go, everything looks gray, everything looks black. This isn't very visually well, interesting to me. Where I look at it, and just I want to see every nook and cranny of it, even though it is all different shades of brown. You know, it's not only that. Anybody that hates the word moist is just not going to buy it. <laughs> it is quite. <sighs> Sometimes I hate all of you. <laughs> Uh, then we got then we've got um, the Entropy Center, which I guess is kind of like, hey, if Valve isn't going to make a new portal, we'll do it. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. I kind of feel like, yeah, I was watching the trailer. And I was like, the whole thing felt portal. -y yeah, that, that is so portal. It looks fantastic, though. It really does. Like, I love puzzle games and the gun's personality in the trailer. You can't hear it here. Mm. The gun is funny. Oh yeah. yeah. Like it doesn't like feel a... like that whole Rick and Morty game feels real forced to me, some of the, yeah. the dialogue. This doesn't. Yeah, like it, it's a it's a much calmer and not as sassy uh GLaDOS, but yeah. I'm completely okay with that. If you like physics based puzzles, stuff like that, you you definitely definitely want to check this one out. Yep. yep. Then uh what else do we got? Uh, oh yeah, we've got Overwatch oh, two yeah. coming. Yeah. Mm. That, In that fact, tomorrow game. Overwatch One goes dark. Ooh, tomorrow really? afternoon, yeah, it goes dark. It'll I didn't be know done. They were taking it offline. Taking it offline, oh, totally yeah. offline. One full day. Yep. Blackout. About twenty-seven hours later, on the fourth, Overwatch Two will launch, uh, free to play. Uh, if you have Overwatch One or have played Overwatch One, that'll help you unlock some heroes uh, very quickly. Uh, but other than that, you know, heroes are going to be locked behind the free-to-play battle pass level 58 for this first season to get the the new uh, Kiriko hero. And then, uh, yeah, if you pay for the premium battle pass, you'll unlock them right away. 
You still well, don't understand even... shutting down Overwatch 1 to launch 2, but oh well. Um, no, no. After I, I actually, I'm, I understand that. Um, the rationale being there if you... Because remember, Overwatch 1, you have to buy. is buy to play. Right. Overwatch 2, yeah, right. they're launching as free to play, taking loot boxes out, substituting in a battle pass that still has its own fear of missing out and hero locking shit that I'm not a fan of. Uh, but you certainly don't want to split your Overwatch audience across two titles, one being 6v6 and one being 5v5. That is a sure thing, a sure way to make somebody decide which one of the two they're going to play. I don't think it's a consumer-centric move, don't get me wrong, to shut one down and force you into the other one, but at least I can understand the logic behind it. So Overwatch yeah. 1 is done. It's done, yeah. It'll shut down tomorrow, and that's it. Completely, forever. Yeah done gone see the, the the fact that you had to buy it and they're doing that rubs me the wrong well way. all of your stuff you're like cosmetics and shit those those are going to transfer over so you don't lose yeah. it's not like destiny one and destiny two where they shanked the destiny one players by right, not letting them bring cosmetics over you can still go back and still play true. destiny one to this day true like servers are still on you yep. purchase the game you can still play it yeah but true. every everything is coming over to overwatch too mm -hmm. everything that, that's, like game modes, yeah, game modes, maps. They are making changes to the competitive uh, formats. Uh, well, obviously, a big change being five v five instead of six v six. But even like the ranking and stuff in the background, they are making changes to this stuff, uh, and they are adding more of like some PVE stuff because right now, like all the lore is basically on the internet. You have to go get it somewhere else. But there's going to be some PVE stuff that they wanted to do in Overwatch 1 and never got to it in Overwatch 2. So something for PVE players who have looked at Overwatch and go, I would totally play a game that had like a story and a narrative with these characters in this world, but I don't want to sit there and, and play PvP. So yeah. there's a little like, something. I was very there, excited right? for the PVE mode for this game, and then that's got pushed off. Like there, It's oh, yeah. still coming, it's just not launching with it. Right, right. But uh, did you guys hear about the Defense Matrix initiative that they're doing? No. For, for Overwatch 2. What, uh, what is this? They, they are basically using some kind of software to uh, track uh, voice comms yeah. and uh -huh. like create a chat log through it. So it's not actually recording, but it's like. Well, and, and they out, aren't, and they, know, are, like, they aren't the first to this party right, either. Right. Um, I think it was Apex gonna, Legends that just recently announced that they're going to start yeah. recording uh, voice comms and you can file a report and they can go back and catch it. Yeah, so they're going to do this to, you know, com combat toxicity, uh, as well as they're making you link uh, your mobile device. Yep, a, uh, a phone to, number, yeah. Yeah, to, to the game. That way, if you get banned, you are banned. You know, there's there's no, no way around it, which makes sense for a free-to-play game because, you know, it's very easy to just create another account when you get banned. It so. is, but this also starts reaching, like, do I really care about your fucking game enough to go through these hoops? Right. Like, do oh, I really want to give fair. you my phone number and have my voice comms recorded at all times? Like, just, you know what? There's it, so many other games. Yeah. Do, no, do, sure. do either of you two find it ironic that it's Blizzard? Talk about toxicity. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Uh, they, they are doing another thing, though, which is kind of divisive uh, here, is uh, they're actually removing uh, for new players, right? So if you've if you've ever played on Overwatch 1, you're fine. This is only for accounts that were created post Overwatch 2's launch. Uh, you don't get access to all the heroes right away, include like the Overwatch 1 heroes we're talking about. They get locked. You you have a, a select pool, and as you play through over the course of like 50 games or so, they will unlock uh, just slowly over time. Uh, this is to combat, I think it's... Uh, overwhelming they have i think it's going to be like 35 or 37 heroes with the the game now so it's to yeah. combat the overwhelming of like i don't know what to play and i don't know right. how to play it and people expect you to swap i know there's a lot of people against it i think this is actually a, a really great move for new players uh it's right not but that affect... this is only for totally new for, like if if you correct. never played overwatch one correct but but like also like people are like instantly like oh my god i i, I hate this like what if, they they've made it so if you group with anybody like if you're in a group setting everything is unlocked so this is really if you're just playing by yourself right so if you're playing if mike has never played before like and he makes an account after overwatch 2 launches we go in a group together and we queue up 
he can play everything except for competitive. That's the only thing. There's some restrictions to competitive play that you have to access, like do a quest line or something to right. uh, to do. I was just but gonna say, you know, what would be really great for unlocking heroes and learning a game: a PVE mode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that and that's gonna be there. Yeah. Yeah. Just not on launch. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess we should say that that this is the. PvP stuff that is launching on yeah. on October fourth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess we should say that. I don't know. I don't care enough about Overwatch two personally. That and when you start well. adding, and yeah, chat's right. I mean, like if you're addicted to Overwatch and that's your game, yeah, you're going to jump through all these hoops, and they know that. But I, I have to believe that there's a certain segment of your current population in Overwatch one that is just like, nah, I'm done. Yeah, I'm out. Some casual players. I'm done. Yeah, there's there's more options. I'm try it. There's more options. I get one day to play it before uh, I leave for uh, TwitchCon. So, <laughs> uh, content warning on the trailer below. This is the new Dead Space stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I cannot wait. I still cannot wait for the Dead Space remake. And I just wanted to bring this here because we're getting close. Just a couple months mm-hmm. away. Just a couple months away. Some of the things that they are doing, and I would not have expected EA to be a part of stuff like this, right? I really, really like. Apparently, in the development cycle for this, very, very early in develop in development, creative director Roman Campos Oriola says, really early in development, we started discussions with some members of the community who were identified by our teams as diehard Dead Space fans. We met with them every six weeks, roughly, and we gave them full access to what we were doing. Because we have our opinions... That doesn't necessarily mean we're right. And there are a number of polarizing topics we wanted to get a gut check on. So we gathered feedback from these groups to make informed decisions. A focus on community is one of the key pillars of this project. So we also took feedback from our live streams, read through user reviews and Twitch comments. There were a lot of intake of information. It was all to understand who we're addressing with this game and what made Dead Space spectacular for them. That is awesome. That is really, really awesome. It really is. And I mean, while it would have been even cooler if they included the original creator and in I'm it. I'm actually showing Callisto footage here. So let's <laughs> go to a different. Say, that's yeah, that's cool. next. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, it would it would have been really cool if, if they did include the original creator in on it. But I yeah. think a lot of stuff these days that are basing their current content off of a long running um series with a fan base right needs to take this kind of move where they actually talk to their fans and goes like okay what made this great for you yep if we change this does it change how you feel about it and take those steps instead of just going i'm going to make my own version of it screw you <laughs> you know Apparently so yeah the game's all going to be one shot too one long shot also really from cool. beginning to end. So no loading what? screens. You can go forward and backward throughout the ship, backtrack, like none of that. It's all an unbroken experience. That's actually been done before with uh, God of War, uh, the 2018 reboot. And, and Ragnarok's probably going to follow in that same suit too, uh, for, at least from everything we know now. But that's really going to be a big change for people that have played through the original Dead Space 2 is like the ability to do some of the backtracking and get things that you might have missed and that's going to be awesome. I cannot wait for that. Cannot wait. It looks like it's going to be good. And I also can't wait for this gory trailer here, Callisto <laughs> right. Protocol. Now the trailer. Now Callisto <laughs> Protocol. Oh, we can talk about this one now. Yeah, yeah. I'm so pumped about Callisto, man. It just continues to look better and better every time I see this new gameplay here or new trailer. Uh, focusing on the the black iron, the the black iron prison area and what's underneath of it. I can't wait. And this is also, by the way, the the first time we see uh, Karen Fukuhara, her character model uh, in here. She looks fantastic as well. Looks fantastic. Uh, Crawling through wait. those vents is crazy. Yep. Right. This looks also so good. A, also a gooey game. Yes. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Moist. Definitely a gooey game. What do you got, Dom? There's something you're watching for too. I'm watching for a couple things, right? I'm still really excited for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, uh, a Spirits Unleashed, you mean? 
Spirits uh, Oh yeah, Spirits Unleashed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the after it's like a follow-up to the afterlife yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. That looks so awesome. Oh. That's like the 18th. That's right around the corner. Yeah. It is. So right basically right when I get back, uh I get back on the twelfth, so it'll be the week after when I get back. Uh so we got that. Then we got Mario Rabbids, which I I've yeah, you've been many, singing many its praises on dozens yeah. of shows here. I was actually just talking about uh, like sleeper games on the Switch, like when the Switch launched, and like people were like, "Oh, there wasn't a lot of good games on the Switch that you know on launch that made made me want to play it." And then they saw like Mario Rabbids, and they're like, "Why? Like, what is this awful game?" And then they actually saw like <laughs> gameplay footage of it, and they're like, "Oh." That looks really good because you got the you know the XCOM SOCOM styles uh, kind of stuff going on is great, and then we got uh we got Triangle Strategy from Square. Uh, yeah, Square that's right around the corner too. I haven't even heard anybody talking about it really. Like, are we I'm, talking about it on the relic? Well, I know you guys, but yeah, I just I'll mean be... like outside our circle. Like, you know, I don't hear anybody talking about it, and it's just like, why? <laughs> it oh, yeah. looks really good. This is like the kind of game everybody's been asking for. What do you, uh, Yod? You got anything you're looking for? I, you didn't add anything here, so I just uh, no, not shot. so much right now. I've I've been a little busy with a bunch of other stuff in life, so not a problem. Let's go do games of the week then. <laughs> Game of the week is the way we end every episode of Gaming Gumbo. Here it's where all three of us hosts are going to give you a game. Could be a card game, board game, video game, mobile game, whatever we're playing, played in the past, or going to play in the future, and just think you should probably check out too. And you let us know in the comments on YouTube and Ready Check Radio who gave the best recommendation. I'm going to go first. It has got to be Return to Monkey Island. Is at, <laughs> like even if you aren't like super enamored with the change to the art style, which I totally get for some people, it doesn't bother me. I would have preferred the older style, but I'm okay with the wonky style now. It has everything you would want if you were a fan of Monkey Island. So 100%. That's my recommendation. Go ahead, Yod. I am actually going to go with a dem the demo for Slime Rancher 2. I got a chance to check it out this week, and it is a hell of a lot of fun. Just sucking nice. up slimes and feeding them. <laughs> I remember streaming the first one uh, right here on Ready Check. What do you got, Dom? Gonna go with uh, Overwatch Two because uh, it's right around the corner. I, I I'm cautiously optimistic <laughs> about it. Cautious keyword, cautious. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna check it out, and see what the hype's all about. Uh, quick, quick note. I mean, we don't we don't really go too deep into just hey, there's a release date announcement, but we do have one for Dragonflight World of War World of Warcraft uh, uh, Dragonflight yeah. expansions November yeah. what November twenty eighth. I think. Sounds about right. November. This isn't updated. <laughs> November 28th. Yeah. November 28th. So I'll be touching base with some of our mutual friends uh, over at Blizzard to see, you know, should I actually give this company money or should I still continue to hold <laughs> off? You know, I let my I let our friends make that decision, Dom, because they're the ones that, you know, they have to deal with the company. So if they tell me it's OK, maybe we'll check it out. If they say not yet, not yet. Yeah, um, I'm no. I'm waiting for that from you as well. If I'm going to pick up the next Diablo or not, I, I will. I will say normally by this time I had World of Warcraft pre-ordered, collector's edition, all secure, all lined up. That is not the case yeah. this year. I would have had it pre-ordered too, but I don't have it pre-ordered. It is. It, I am playing what I want. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's. <laughs> I'm not going to give money to a company that. Mm -hmm. Treats employees that way. Now, if those yeah. employees that are friends of mine say things are different, then maybe I'll rethink giving them money. Uh, other right. than that, I got too many MMOs to play as it is. I don't. Exactly. I, don't I got really to Final Fantasy. Still. I'm, I'm working my way through ESO on PC, catching up to my damn console character because it's not <laughs> multi-platform. Anyway, so that, so am I going to see you on on Overwatch too, Mike? No, get the hell out of here. When the PVE mode comes, can I talk you into trying it? Oh, I, I'll, I'll try it then. Yeah, I mean, it, okay. it cost me nothing to jump into the free thing and see what they got, and you know, yeah, yeah that. I cost might me check nothing. it out then too. I, I love the world and some of those characters. It mm -hmm. just, oh yeah, the, I just the, don't. The, the, the only P, the amazing. only PVP game that I sit there and play over matches over and over and over again is Rocket League. Like anything else is just nah. You know, well, I Overwatch also teased like a big Junkenstein revamp. Uh, 
So Bride of Junkenstein they're they're talking about. So I'm I'm curious to see, see what they do with that mode. Yeah. Chat, don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. After the show, we've got a streamer coming in hot. Streamer coming in hot. Torchwick, what's up? Hello. It's been a while. We, we missed you last week. Yeah, yeah. The roommate was actually here last week, but that's the <laughs> exception, not the rule. So. <laughs> well, welcome back. We missed you. You know I missed you over mm. in New York, but I get to see you. We won't. We will have shows as normal next week, but uh, we will not have them the following week um, because uh, we'll be up in New York with you for the entire weekend. Mm. So that'll be nice. Get to see. Get to see you. But what are you streaming tonight? We're going to hop back into Final Fantasy Tactics, and I'm going to get my ass kicked if the pattern holds. <laughs> if the pattern holds. <laughs> dragoons. Train dragoons. I can't make them dragoons yet. That's not an option. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to earn it. you got to earn it. But when you can. When you can. Dragoons. So don't Tires go one. anywhere, chat. We're going to have Torchwick coming up live with some Final Fantasy Tactics. <clears throat> we will, of course, be back next week with all the shows as normal. Again, the following week, we will be off on the shows Thursday, uh, Friday over on MMO Bomb, and Saturday here uh, while we do a family-like homecoming week at, uh, at RIT. It'll be a lot of fun. Until then, Yod, where can everybody find you? Uh, Yod Artworks on Twitter, Yod Artworks on Facebook, and right here on Gaming Gumbo. Dumb. Uh, you can find me down below at Itzista and uh, this coming week at TwitchCon. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally, excuse me, Hiccup, right there at Magic Man 1. But more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R-A-I-D-E-O, and you'll get a tweet every time we go live. Until next time, stay safe. See you on the servers. Yo, I still haven't seen the new Ghostbusters. I have to get around to watching that before the game comes out. You know, not the Afterlife game, but...